Hello. Hello and welcome back to The Luck We Had, a shameless recap podcast. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Amanda. I'm one of your other hosts. I'm Evan. I'm your other host. My name is Lena. And we are recording this in the time machine on September 17th. Uh, because as you will have heard in a, the thing that we posted, prop I don't know how long ago, depending on when this we'll episode see. went up. We just yeah, recorded we it, see. though. We just <laughs> recorded it. There is actively a SAG and a WGA strike going on. So these episodes are delayed. We're in the time machine. And if, it's, if you're listening to this, that means the strike is over and SAG and the WGA reached a fair deal. Or media will never be the same ever again. <laughs> or media will never uh, be the same. <laughs> yeah, that's the dark ending. <laughs> <Oops>. <laughs> but <laughs> we don't we don't want to think about that. We're hoping for the first one. Hoping for the first one. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. But we are continuing. We're going on with our recap of season six of Shameless and my very first time ever seeing these episodes. Um, and we're super excited. It's about to get crazy. I was watching 603 today and I was just like giggling to myself. <laughs> it's oh, it's such a, a silly one. season. It's such a silly season. I've also been in the midst of, I'm still in my Star Trek era, but I'm like taking my time to finish Deep Space Nine because I love it so much and I don't want it to end. And also because of Good Omens and David Tennant's existence, I started rewatching Doctor Who. Are you <laughs> watching the, isn't, doesn't Seth MacFarlane have a Star Trek show? No. No, I think he does. Or he has, You're like, a joking. space show. He has a show oh. that was a spoof of Star Trek. Okay, sorry, was that, sorry, sorry. Um, what was that Starts called? Starts with an O. Was it, on, o. it was on HBO or something? I don't know. Oh, The Orville? Yeah, that show. Yeah, it ended... Gotcha. It ended, yeah, two years ago. Um, But it has Adrian Palicki in it. Who's that? Who that? <laughs> she was in she was in supernatural was she not who uh, in supernatural adrian palicki adrian palicki was she meg it does it just sound like padalecki is that why you think that nope she was jessica she was jessica <gasps> oh no way. i knew that because i because she Jessica's sounds literally so in much because it episodes. sounds so much like Padalecki that I was yeah. like, gotcha. I, I remembered her and Jared being in scenes together because their last. She's pretty. Was she was in something yeah. else. I remember watching being like, that's that's Jessica. Amanda, so you are still watching episode by episode, so you're only caught up to six oh two, correct? Six oh two is all I've seen. Yep. This is so, and this is gonna be so entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this is the first like full episode that I haven't seen not a second of. Because ah, I had amazing. seen some, I had seen six oh one before. When um, you watched that episode, did you just like skim that one? When you first watched it, you just like skimmed and said Mickey, 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 Mickey. Well, yeah, six oh one. I watched when the season premiered, like hoping for a return of Mickey. Oh, and yes. then when it was clear that that was all we were getting, I gave up. <laughs> yeah, real. So, Ooh, um, couple of things I guess we can say before we start going into the episode that. Bunch of shameless peeps have been picketing together. Cam and Isidore picketed like a couple days ago, just them two. There was yeah. a whole group. And then it was basically everybody except like Emmy and e- Emmy, I don't think Emmy, Emma. Cam wasn't Ethan, there that day. Cam yeah. Cam was like still in the UK or something because he said and em- he posted that he went to like drama school again. And Emmy had a fresh baby to take care of. So yeah, wait, I <laughs> forgot she, she had another baby. Um, but it was like Shanola, Steve, Zach McGowan, Noel, Layla. Freaking, they got Jody. 
Yeah, yeah that was a Zach McGowan. Um, Seeing him was wild. I'm like, oh my god, I love him. Like, Jeremy was there. <laughs> yeah. Um, I So I sent this yeah. to you guys on Instagram, but I like, Cam ended up going, not Cam, Noel ended up going and picketing like another day, just like him and a, another buddy from like a show he was with. And like the only comment was like, cool, bump into Cam. <laughs> it was just so they hate funny. His ass. Yeah, I lo- yeah, I love that they got Zach McGowan to come, and mm-hmm. uh, there was something else about that pick. But like, I just I love seeing them all together, and yeah, Cam and Isadora uh, picketed together, and we love a shameless themed picket. Fuck the AMPTP. Wait, oh. I have a thing I can say. I met Dermot Mulroney, guys. I met yeah. Sean. I met <laughs> Sean. What was this like? What? Two or three weeks ago now, yeah. I think. Yeah. Was he nice? Uh, he was nice. He, I don't know. I for, I did not know how old he was because I was like, damn, he's dilfy and shameless. Homeboy is a silver fox through and through now. <laughs> like there's yeah, not, real. there's only, there's only gray hair on his body. But he, he still was, looks good. When he was in Righteous Gemstones, I was like, what's up? I was like, like mm, speaking hey, of dilfs. Ever since the announcement of the separation, Jeremy Allen has been paparazzi shirtless. So very many times. <laughs> it makes me roll my eyes a little bit at his like publicist and shit because I'm like, dude, wasn't he spotted with some girl hiking and they were like so Ew. staged, so <laughs> unbelievably staged. Listen, like, when you're coming down a mountain, but it of makes all me the laugh. celebrity it makes PR laugh. stories right now. Just like calling the paps on yourself because you look hot. Fine. <laughs> Jeremy yeah, got the abs like, for right, it though. Who cares? At least he, at least he looks good. Yeah, him and Ayoada Beery is having just the grandest year. Just oh the grandest. I saw Bottoms the greatest. and it was so good. It was the funniest movie I've ever seen. But you I know laughed what I'm so say. hard. You know what I'm gonna what say? What are you gonna say? I enjoyed Theater Camp more. Way I haven't seen it yet. More. Interesting. Is it on HBO? It's on Hulu now. Theater okay. Camp is. Okay, um, I need to watch that. I've not. It watched made me that laugh yet. a lot harder than Bottoms did. I think. Bottoms Bottoms was good at what it was trying to do though. Like it, it succeeded in what in the in the type of movie it set out to be. I just think like my personal style of humor aligns more that with theater. Stars game. Ben Platt and then I forget his name. I was in it. Molly Gordon. I was in it, yeah. Um, Noah Galvin. Noah Galvin. Yeah, Noah Galvin, that's who's who I was engaged, gonna say. That's... Who's married or engaged to Ben Platt. I think now. they're married yeah. now. Um, Noah Galvin's the one with the she, talent in that relationship. That's that's yes. Uh, <laughs> Noah's really good. Oh, and it's it's Hansen. made very clear in the movie, by the way. <laughs> um, Jimmy Tatro, who's absolutely hilarious in this movie. Um, yeah. Amy Sedaris really is in the that. beginning. I love oh. it. Um, you know what movie I did watch for the first time? I, I watched um, Shiva Baby the other day. Shiva Baby is so good. Great movie. That was my ladybird. It was so I good. thought I was going to have a panic attack. It was awesome. My favorite little thing with Shiva Baby is that I was a screener for the New Fest, uh, the mm-hmm. New York New Fest, the year that Shiva Baby was submitted. Uh, so I got to awesome. watch it while it was in the screening process to get into a festival. That's and I watched awesome. it. And I was like, this is the best fucking movie I've ever seen. Yeah, I like I did some luck. I did some silly timing when that movie was being filmed. Uh, Diana Agron was doing her residency at the Carlisle Hotel, and that's when I got to see her perform. So I think I like <gasps> saw her while she. The reason why she was like in New York for a while is probably like she was like, let me do some like singing, and then also go because they filmed the in like 
Yeah, because yeah, I think they, they filmed, filmed out in like the upstate suburbs. New York. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they, they, I mean, they were all, they were all NYU babies. So it's like, yeah. They, oh, yeah. They were in the area. Um, but great movie. I had an amazing time watching it. Ah, uh, yes. Guys. But any other shamey news? Not shameless news, but in 13 days now, I'm going to meet the workaholics, guys. Ah! <gasps> Uh, I saw you you texted about that. Uh, they're going on tour. Me and Adam Devine will have been in a room together. What Damn. Will mm. Probably the world. The world is a meet and greet, or probably. are they doing like a live podcast, or is it like a they're, comedy show? It's both. So I'm Ooh. I have meet and greet tickets to the live podcast. Gotcha. And that's awesome. You can bring stuff for them to sign, or so people did at the Boston show. So I am bringing my linoleum print. Are they still posting? Because their podcast is a rewatch podcast, right? No, it isn't. No, oh, okay. it's literally just, and it, it actually has banter. It's just banter. It's it's literally a white guys talking podcast, but um, they talk about like farts and penis and whatever. So it's Love. and and they're really gay. Um, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's. I mean, they talk they talk about workaholic sometimes but not but not, in a, like a, not in a way of like promoting it yeah they're just like well and they literally said they were like yeah suits is like having a moment right now with everybody rewatching but they were like because of the strike like we get none of those residuals if if you guys are gonna blow up workaholics do it after the strike's over <laughs> yeah <laughs> they literally yeah. said that they were like they were like we want the money from it like i mean because they did everything on that show too wrote um directed produced starred in like they did everything so it's like they were like if you're gonna blow it up wait till after oh and you know what zoe and stevie are going to do in a month oh my god i was there for the drama of if they were even gonna get there and they're the gonna fact meet that they are well hold on they're gonna meet david Tennant and tom hiddleston tom. Mm-hmm. <gasps> no way yeah everybody so- is freaking out on tour right now i kind of love it i'm like yeah, we're all meeting each other right now. Like, no, well, this is awesome. Comic Con. This is Comic Con. They're yeah. going to New York Comic Con. Yeah. When I was there a couple weeks ago, they were on the waiting list to even get admission tickets. Yeah. So they finally got admission tickets within like the last two weeks, and then were able to buy the photo op tickets. Yeah. Because you cannot. So like, what the way Comic Con is is that you cannot buy a photo op ticket without like a code from your physical admission ticket. So like. Tickets right, don't sell out before the sure other people thing. Are, yeah, yeah, yeah. People are oh, actually I didn't know in that. the convention yeah, when they're doing So that's what, like, ops. that's why, like, Zoe and Stevie were a little bit more stressed because they were nervous that it was going to sell out because they didn't even have admission tickets yet because they had to wait until Stevie got the confirmation that she could just even buy them yeah. that. But I was so happy. Like, I saw in their story, like, a week later, and I was just like, yes! Yeah, they found a guy on eBay selling uh, Comic-Con uh passes and they like looked him up they checked that he was legit they like checked his reviews and everything and they've been tracking and zoe like messaged him the other day to check in and she's like did you receive the physical passes yet like and he's like sent a picture of the passes and the tracking he's like they got here today i'm sending them out tomorrow like he seems legit so sweet i love ebay i feel like i feel like people are so legit on ebay yeah like and not (laughs) about california raisins off the ebay People take eBay seriously. Zoe's Zoe's gonna try to meet Reese Darby too, because uh, he's gonna be there. But I was just gonna ask you about because I saw I saw mm-hmm. that like a season two trailer came out for mm-hmm. that show. 
Um, I am going to maintain my calmness until it is up in its completion on Max because I do not trust them to not just pull the plug and not post it. <laughs> Especially with everything like um, being canceled and stuff like that. Fucking a league of their own. Ugh. Did you finish What We Do in the Shadows? Do you watch it? Yeah. The new season, I just finished this, it. I have not watched this season at all. It's so I'm good. I'm not going to lie. I know. I watched, I watched like the first two episodes actually, but I never, uh, I haven't finished it yet. It's Matt Berry's strongest season. I believe that. Yeah. Because he he went through such a such an arc last season. I yeah. believe that. But, um, it's fucking excellent. Yeah. I'm a little tired of whatever's going on between Guillermo and Nandor. Like, not in the sense of, like... Oh, no. No, no, no. You have to hold out. No, I know, because I know they, they're still on the, like, will they, won't they train. But I'm just kind of like, okay, will they or won't they? No, the end I'm of this of season is so is so satisfying in that regard that like I really think you're gonna like it. Um, the only other show news I saw was just they did both of you watch The Last of Us, right? I got halfway through it, to be honest. Oh, okay. But well, um, um they uh have already like casted Abby, who's gonna be a very like large character in like the remaining half of the Last of Us thing, and then I can't find this actress's name because I'm stupid, but they have a theory that's gonna be this one girl from um I think it's like that show The Wilds. Was it? Hmm. Oh I, I think I name. know the it's one you're like talking Shannon about. Shannon something. Did she play like sh- Yeah, 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 yeah. She's like the uh She's like the very like buff. Yeah, 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 yeah. She, but, I don't she know. I saw that the theory. Wilds. That's uh, a. Th- I, I, either the wilds or this other. Shannon Berry. Yeah. yeah. I think With the bob. That's... She's got. She's got some short hair going on. Yeah. So yeah. I think there's a theory. Yes. Yeah. Her. So there's um. There's no confirmation. There's confirmation that she's been casted, but not released. But everyone has a like a thought that it might be her. And I was like, if that girl just like gets a little bit more jacked i was like she'd be a perfect abby if you guys guys have ever seen like the game model for the character but like they i think i did when great people faces. were when people were posting their like fan castings like i think i did see i love it because <laughs> right. there's no other real fan castings besides there's a character named lev in the show and he's played by that one kid from the oa that uh the one trans masculine kid do you guys know who i'm talking about i never watched the oa i forget his name but he he was the body character and motion capture for his character in the game. And I was like, he'd be perfect to play his character in the show. Like, he yeah. just needs to shave his head and he's good. I've been also, I keep rewatching Heartstopper. It means everything to me. Um, I still have yet to see season two. I've, I've never lie. watched that show either. I read, I read, the, I read the comics, but um, yeah, I still have yet to Season watch. two covers up through the end of book three. It's, it's fucking incredible. It's so, so amazing. So they go to, so they go on their like France trip, right? Yeah. Is that is that the whole thing? No, France trip is part of it, and then it's also like, um, do they start? They start Nick taking his GCSEs. The, yeah, and they kind of start diving into the um, Charlie's, Charlie's. Like, issues, right? Yeah. Yeah, and also Tara and Darcy have an amazing arc, and so does L. L gets to be surrounded by trans people who love art. It's amazing. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, from the comics. Anyway, they they do stay very true to the comics. Like it's yep, because well, Alice kind of writes shocking. the show. Yeah, I'm like it's kind of shocking how um, loyal they are to the original. It's some of it's shot for shot, like yeah, for real. But Alice Osmond writes the show. That's why. 
Did we talk about Red, White, and Royal Blue yet? I don't think we did. God, I hate. I hated the movie so bad. I hated it. it so the guy bad. in that movie it was in bottoms because because Nicholas Galatine or whatever has like serious gay face. Um, in the best have, way ever. Have either of you read? He the was book? in bottoms, right? I read the I read the book after he was in bottoms. He was hilarious in bottoms. Yeah, I I did I read, the book, read the book, and I will agree with you. The movie lost a lot of the nuance, but I was also like, what else can I expect from Amazon Studios? Like, no, but like they fucking Casey McQuiston was involved in the script writing process too, and like they cut both of the sisters out of the movie. The parents are not divorced in the movie. The president feels like a fucking side character. They cut out the important other character that betrayed Alex. Like, how is Uma Thurman in your movie and it's still such a hot piece of garbage? I don't how understand. Was, first of all, how was Uma Thurman a hot piece of garbage in that movie? Like, like her accent was ridiculous. Yeah, it was Foghorn um, Leghorn. It was ridiculous. No, yeah. I was like this... But also, but at the same time, like, just watching it as, because, because to be fair, I didn't read the book before I watched the movie. I knew nothing about the plot. Watching it was hilarious. I was like, this is a meme of a movie. But if I had been involved in that sphere before, I think I would have been pretty disappointed. So they ripped the soul out of that book. Like, oh, God, it made me so mad. It made me so fucking mad. But the fact know, that they didn't the little include... little he makes they, me laugh. <laughs> they didn't include the poetry that is in the emails, which is the entire reason you fall in love with their relationship. I could go on and on. I hated it so bad. Uh, anyway, on to a show I don't hate. Uh, <laughs> Stop. Yeah. I mean, we love to hate it. Um... <laughs> Especially an episode that's so much about Debbie. This episode is so much about Debbie. You know what I learned is that normal people don't watch Shameless. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Eventually, like, the Debbie stuff, she just starts to piss you off so consistently that you don't even mind anymore. No, dude, I was able to block out her scenes watching. Well, because it is also like, oh, she's a villain. Oh, she's in a villain. her villain. Like arc. I'm not like I'm not supposed to like feel bad for her anymore. I'm not supposed to root for her. Like I can literally just be like this fucking bitch every time. So let's move on to the episode. We we've caught up on all of our other nonsense. Let's move on to the episode. Season six, episode two. Hashtag abortion rules. <laughs> this episode was uh, filmed in a time where Roe v. Wade did exist, uh, January seventeenth, two thousand and sixteen. It was written by Nancy Pimentel. Nancy has written 26 episodes. That's our this girl. Is, yeah. This is the 14th of 26 episodes that Nancy writes. I didn't name them all. She wrote three episodes in season one, three episodes in season two, two episodes in season three, three episodes in season four, two episodes in season five, this one and one more in season six, two episodes in season seven, two episodes in season eight, two, three episodes in season nine, two in season 11 and two in season 10. She is the only consistent writer other than John Wells. Amanda said, I'm not going to read out all of those episode titles. (laughs) Nancy, we've given you enough credit. That's close to a quarter of total episodes. Because what, there's 70 or 80 episodes of Shameless. There's over 100. There's over 100? For some reason, I thought there was only 80. I remember when they had like a 100 episode party. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Because there's there's 12 a season and there were 11 seasons. So there's like- like a little over 120. Two or three episodes in a season that lasts 12 or 13 episodes, and you've done it 
through every season. She's written so much of this show. Our girl. Hope she gets paid the residuals she fucking deserves. Who is um Sheila Callahan? People used to call her like Mrs. Gallovich. Mrs. Gallovich. She wrote, she wrote she wrote like all of their scenes. Yeah. Uh this episode was, was directed by another returning director, Ian or Ian B. McDonald. Uh, but this is his first one of 17 shameless episodes. Hey, Ian. It's this one and 608 Be a Good Boy Come for Grandma. I hate that he- episode so much. Insane I hate that episode, episode so Insane much. Episode. Amanda, if like if you think you that line is bad, understand. like <laughs> you're not ready for that scene. <laughs> I mean the title sounds like something Aaron Taylor Johnson's wife would say to him. So Ooh, too soon, too soon. <sighs> Did you see that post about the, the, it's like the motherly, like, claw or something like that? Someone did the analyst of, like, a pic of him and his wife, and it was so funny. Uh, Ian, or Ian, also did 708 Home Sweet Homeless Shelter. That episode's good. 801, We Become What We Frank. Good one. 805, The Miseducation of Liam Fergus Burkhardt, big name, Gallagher. 807 Occupy Fiona and 811 The Gallagher Pedicure. Evil one. Evil <laughs> one. I, don't know if I remember that one. Um, A Gallagher Pedicure, I think I know what that refers to. Debbie cutting off her toe. Oh, 901 Are You There, Shim? It's me, Ian. That episode's uh, good. 911 The Hobo Games. 913 <laughs> The Lost. The Hope. The- <laughs> Why were. Wait, 913. You mean nine was it 912? No, it was 913. There were 13, there were 13 episodes, episodes in season. What the I think it's is was it to give Fiona a send-off, be like, bah bitch, last episode. Probably, baby. probably. Season nine was strange. It was weird. I didn't like it. He did 1004, A Little Gallagher Goes a Long Way. And then in season eleven, he did eleven oh one, this is Chicago, eleven oh two, go home gentrifier, eleven oh four, Ninby, eleven oh six, do not go gentle into that good ah, screw it. Eleven oh nine, survivors, and eleven eleven, okay. the fickle lady calls it quits. Damn, he said season eleven's mine. He said fuck you, John <laughs> Wells. When I think when I think of this, I really just think about how season eleven looked like a sitcom the entire time. Yeah. But also eleven eleven was actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what to think about this guy. That yeah, but what I what I know so is that he has the most UK last UK name. Period. Ian <laughs> with an I in the middle. I A I N. Macdonald. <laughs> this dude is like s- s- Irish or Scottish or just the UK in general. And he did. He directed the show Preacher, which I think is a UK production, and also Poker Face, which is fucking awesome. Poker face is great. Do you think he was brought in by Mark Mylod? Oh, probably. Because of the Britishness of it all. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Mark Mylod, king of TV, high key. (laughs) He didn't have any shameless original series directing credits that I could see, but he might, like, know him. Probably. The synopsis of this episode, again, it's Debbie heavy. Uh, Debbie carries a bag of flour around all day, determined to prove to Fiona wrong about her ability to raise a child while going to school. She quickly realizes people are not as accommodating to mothers as ba- and babies as she hoped. That's it. That's the whole fucking synopsis. It's all about Debbie. I hate you, Debbie. I hate you and your stupid flour, baby. Ugh. The previously on was done by Lip, smoking on the porch. Uh, Jeremy Allen White, king. Previously on, Shameless. 
Bianca died and Frank is all torn up about it. Sean wants to make Fiona assistant manager. Oh, and they're fucking. Lip got mad and beat up the guy he thought Helene was fucking, except it was her son. Forgot that happened. Insane. Carl brought home a friend from Juvie. He's a quiet but imposing young man. Ian's kind of slacking at work. Debbie's pregnant, but she lied to Fiona about it until Derek's parents came to the house to discuss it. Yeah. I forgot about Nick, too. Yeah. Opening credits. And then we go with Fiona waking up in bed with Sean. She's been up all night tossing and turning, freaking out the pack about the fact that Debbie is pregnant. And he tries to take her mind off. This scene is actually kind of awesome. No, okay, but like, I'm gonna say something. When I watched this scene yesterday, I skipped it because it makes me, because it's just like too sensual for me. He like, just like, the, he like puts his hand over her is mouth. It, is and- it also weird now that you've met him? Yeah, to, kind of. To be like, <laughs> um, like, he'd be hey. like, I don't know. But also, you saw the way I was texting when I met him that day, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, no, it is very sensual. It's like they so, have chemistry. No, it's hot. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. But like it, I it think it's for the middle of the day, like making a sandwich, I had to like skip cross my legs and like <laughs> skip a couple seconds. You were like, no thanks. Yeah, I said, not right now. This is for when the lights are off. Cause yeah, he puts his hand <laughs> over her mouth to stop her from thinking and talking. <laughs> And like calm her mind and her body, and then he fucks her nice and slow. Stop. Like it's good. I hate the show. It's oh, this show good. is softcore porn. He's he's <laughs> a man that could only be written. Yeah, <laughs> he's a romance novel man. Yeah, not even. Uh-huh. Sean is not perfect, but he tells her they do that. They do that. And like damn. Um, and he tells her someone is coming to work to give her a drug test because she's the assistant manager and she's in charge of money now. So she has to take a drug test. And he's like, I'm a dip. <laughs> Carl is enjoying some morning porn in a full room because he's a little weirdo. Uh, but then he takes, he wakes up Nick and assures him like, hey man, you don't have to sleep with a hammer under your pillow. Like no one's going to come get you in this house, which... It's not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a safer house. Yeah. And it's also like, there are a lot of people sleeping in that room. Like, it, like it's not like someone's going to go for him, you know? Yeah. At the ball house, Kev is trying to use subliminal messages to make the twins pro tennis players, which is just so funny. They could be the next oh, Coco Golf. So good. Yeah. And... Meanwhile, V tries to get down and sexy with him. And he, unlike previously, like, they've broken through it. He is into it. But Giannis is screaming down the street. Forgot about Giannis, too. Giannis. Fuck. It's been too long since we've recorded. I know. Like, yeah. Dude, that, I think that last episode we recorded was so silly. I bet that fucking lemon photo, dude. <laughs> oh, the lemons. The lemons. Yeah. God, I just can't wait till we can post that episode just because, like, the collection, <laughs> like, the montage of photos to go with that episode is so good. Uh, but Giannis's pit bulls are being taken by animal control because the Lisa's called animal control on him. And Kev goes screaming over to him. He's like, man, you have to shut the fuck up. You just woke up my kids. Like, you're you're causing a disturbance. And Lisa is like, yes, thank you for getting him to quiet down. And Kev's like, whoa, 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 fuck you too, first <laughs> of all. <laughs> You caused all this mess. Yeah, he's like, we. this neighborhood was fine, and then you moved in. And now it's a fucking nightmare. And yeah, they're like, 
this man is the problem. He's like, no, no, no. Giannis has lived here forever. And now you're here. And now Giannis is yelling. Common denominator, bitch. This is you. And they do not like that. They get they give him a nasty look. Yeah. At the house, Fiona looks for Debbie, but Debbie's gone. And then Fiona goes to check in on Ian's meds, but he catches her. And he's like, don't fucking count my meds. I can handle my own shit. Frank is asleep on the couch because he can't sleep in his bed because of Bianca memories in his bed. And Fiona's like, I am so fucking sick and tired of hearing about your goddamn dead girlfriend. And he's like, that is so rude. And leaves. (laughs) It's (laughs) so funny. But it's also like, bro, she was like the same age as your daughter. Very, very strange behavior. But she did kind of look like Monica. She did. Yeah. Um, Fiona finds Debbie and Nick and Carl and Liam in the kitchen. Uh, because Debbie just wasn't in her room, but she's in the kitchen. And Fiona asks, hey, Nick, how long are you planning to stay? But Nick doesn't really talk, so she didn't really get a clear answer. And then Fiona's like, hey, I made an appointment at Planned Parenthood for an abortion for Friday. But Debbie's like, that's not part of my plan, actually. <laughs> Debbie's, like, such a bitch, but, like, she's so funny. Like, the way she's just, <laughs> like, dodges everyone this episode. And Debbie goes all, like, pro-life, like, my child is the size of... And Fiona's like, okay, fuck you. Have you thought about what being a teen mother it would be like? Put a second of thought into it. No, seriously. And Carl seems to agree that Debbie should not be a mom right now because he gives Fiona a few hundred dollars for the abortion. (laughs) He is so funny. He's so real sometimes. Sometimes. I know he's, like, doing his whole posturing thing right now. He's like, I'm trying to be black. But, like, He's funny sometimes. At his core, Carl is a good person. He just doesn't know how to do that. (laughs) So it comes out in very weird and unreliable and not good ways. But like, he's trying. He's he's a little confused, but he got the spirit. Because they're in this weird era of like trying to rebrand Carl as like, like, white, like savior of the neighborhood. Like this is like the beginning of them. Like, did you notice that, Lena? Like, this is like the rebranding of like, Good Carl, but like he's still on from the south side. Cause I feel like yeah, every cause then like, like they, then he goes to like the fucking uh like police academy and then like all this other shit. Like it's so weird because they do like I they they handle it so wrong. Like I feel like they had they had a kind of a good um the right idea in like this season where it's like Carl is good for the neighborhood by being a productive part of it. Mm-hmm. But then they just go too far over and they send him to, like, military school instead. Yeah, and then he comes back and then they, like, ramp him up even more to be, like, and savior of the neighborhood. And he becomes a cop yep. instead. And it's like, yeah. I don't know. I think... I, I really think liked the Vigilante military, Carl. Yeah. Vigilante Carl's great. I think that, like, when it comes to, um like, military... And stuff. There was something to be said about like Ian specifically too, with like how like JROTC and stuff like preys on disadvantaged kids with like yeah. not mm-hmm. a lot of structure in the house. Like there was something to be said about that, especially with Ian and like his kind of like um black sheep complex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he wants somewhere where he can like fit in and stuff, but I don't think it was right to then try to put Carl through it. Yeah. It just didn't well. feel right. Like it, obviously, Amanda, as it you watch this season- It felt a little shoehorned. Just a mm. little. You'll get a bit more context clues about, like, certain circumstances they put Carl through, yeah. like, within the next couple of seasons. But it's just, like, it's still, like, Carl at heart, but, like, he's just in, like, a big rebrand right now because, like, him from, like, 
last season and then compare him to like season uh was it like because he's gone for what all of season eight lena or all of season seven um it is he's gone all of season eight i think it's all of season eight but it's it or maybe not like the whole whole thing he's gone for a good like chunk of season seven i feel like and then he Um, comes back for he comes back in the finale but I think yeah. it's like the show, like we need to introduce structure to Carl, and they didn't know how to do that. That he wasn't never had the prison it. or military, mm-hmm. right? Like it, it's, I and they, I feel like they really struggled. Well, because at one point he um gets a job at and like, holds it uh, for like an entire what is it, two like season. The fish it's fry like place, the with, fish with fry. Anne. Yeah, this is this is the season of Anne, is it not? No, that's next. No, it's, Anne it's is after... that's season ten. No, that's not till season Anne? ten. No, because this Wait, is all of. Who am I thinking of? You're, this who's is his, Dominique's um, era. Are you thinking of the Annapolis Dominique... girl? No, who's his like Spanish girlfriend? That's that season also... ten. That's, that's season, season 10. ten. That's Anne. Okay, that's the fish. He was working the fish fry job, right? Yeah, season ten. Yeah, yeah. That so wasn't until that was Dominique. This is Dominique, and then after Dominique uh, is the Annapolis girl, the military girl see, with the dad. There was potential for so like with Dominique. Oh wait, and her dad, no, it, no her, we're about to get. Her dad's a cop. We're gonna get that other crazy bitch. I forget her name. I think we get. I think the there's one a girl day, at the like, end Cassidy? of this episode. Yeah, but we can, that's later. That's season like nine. But I think that like there was potential for Carl to have like a meaningful arc where like he does go full into the cop thing through his relationship with dominique's father but then they like they blew up that, that relationship yeah so it's just it, it kind of falls apart um right, the derail on carl it just like made me think for a second because i was just like oh this really like sets up like sets it up for how carl turns into like not he went from whiteboard it does it does start laying the foundations it does start laying the foundations. So it's like, I can't, it, it had a lot of potential actually this season. I think I could see where they were starting to go. And then, I mean, we'll see as we watch, but like, I think we'll figure out kind of the moment where it like fell apart. Yeah, for but sure. It, it did have a lot of potential. He hands, he hands Fiona that money for Nick's room and board and for the abortion. Um, and Fiona takes the money and has a look on her face that she is mildly concerned as to where Carl got a few hundred dollars from, but she uh, is a little bit too busy to ask any follow-up questions. She just accepts it and moves the fuck on. Love her for that. Uh, Yeah. Debbie takes a bag of flour and tells Fiona she's going to use it to prove to Fiona that she's ready to be a literal mother. Was a bag of flowers exactly like a baby? Yeah, Fiona didn't ask her to do that to prove it. She was like, "No, no I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you with this bag of flour." And Fiona's like, "Okay." Well, and Fiona how? was definitely like a bag of flour. Yeah, and that's on the like, American education system, babe. No, exactly. Because <laughs> did they legitimately do that like back in the day for like serpent like home ed classes and stuff like that? Uh huh. Eggs, so bags funny. of flour. Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Lip is at Helene's house, and he's fucking her while her husband sings from the shower. Yeah, and while she's riding him, he's like, so you're we're cool about the whole me beating up your son thing? She's like, am I really riding your dick right now while you ask me that question? <laughs> <laughs> this dynamic is just, like, to die for. Like, I love yeah. it. 
Because then they start like, ha ha ha, what if you, what if I killed your husband? Ha ha ha, what if you did kill my husband? Like, what? what <laughs> Make it look like an accident, <laughs> JK. Husband, I'd be scared. I would be like, um. He's literally like omelets and they're like, let's murder him. <laughs> and and he's like, guy. hey, we're, he's like, this is, we're joking, right? And she's like, I don't know, are we joking? Like, I, what? <laughs> Helene. No, because I'm like, is that like sexy sensual talk or is she literally being like, murder my husband? <laughs> I think yeah. it's just sensual. It's like her husband literally lets her do whatever she wants. He's the goat. Like, she literally gets to fuck other people. Like, he literally whatever. says, he even says that to Lip. He was like, you know, you're, I'm the only reason you're fucking my wife, right? Yeah. No, literally. <laughs> uh, and then we join Carl, who's who's earning. We're figuring out where he got those hundred dollars. He's going to local businesses and offering them neighborhood protection by pointing to Nick through the window, using him as like intimidating muscle standing outside. And that's you know that's how he's getting his coin. I respect that as his hustle. Oh. I'm like, there's nothing, there's nothing like truly illegal about it either. It's literally it's just, just like, mob behavior. <laughs> right but i'm like but i'm like this is kind of silly like i don't know i'm like okay (laughs) and back at the house uh ian and debbie are bitching about how overprotective fiona's being him about his meds her about the literal baby she's about to have and fia and like i like i literally i get it i get it that it feels overbearing and that she's not your mom um, and so you want, you're very teenager about it and you're like, let me live my own life. But oh my God, she raised you and she's trying to take care of your mental health and the fact that you're going to be a teen mother. Like, like, like not to be that bitch, but like they grew up in the area where like they're surrounded by that shit and you see the struggles and the bullshit that you have to go through if you choose those lanes of actions. Like this entire season, like you see, uh, uh debbie like chatting up all like the other pregnant girls or like teen moms in the school and i'm like girl do you not see this does not look fun do you not see the struggle they are having they are telling you like even the one girl she was like my vagina is not the same (laughs) at the same time though i can see why she thinks like it would be great for her because she's grown up taking care of her littler siblings like that is also something that happens in those communities where they take care of each other's kids you know like she was babysitting by the time she was like four or five like newborns but but, i don't know what she doesn't understand is how much of a full-time job it is which fiona gets because fiona gave up everything for them yeah i don't know why it never connected for debbie that fiona was a teen mom because by default, because of Monica, mm-hmm. like suddenly there was Liam and Debbie and Carl and Ian and like Fiona was a teen mom. L- fucking listen to her, Debbie. It's just bitchy teenager. Just like don't want to listen to your higher ups. Like Debbie got the little tasks of like, can you help carry Liam? Can you change his diaper? Can you bring him to school with you? Like the little like, but Fiona was raising why don't you get it yeah that she fiona was, was buying you. the diapers and the like, food it, it that never, you were bringing right like taking care of liam never got in the way of debbie's schooling or you know like like she didn't have a job to hold down like that like it, yeah. it was just like yeah because fiona made sure of it yeah uh anyway speaking of fiona she's all dressed up in her assistant manager look she's looking very professional and she's asking her co-workers advice about her knocked up sister 
Uh, but Melinda is a little bit busy giving Fiona shit about having the assistant manager position, which like Melinda, you are real for that. Like the, yeah, she's fucking the boss, and now yeah. she's right, your like boss. Was I love Melinda because like she's so petty, but then they're like Melinda, like you're not good at your job, and she's like, okay, and like I want more money. <laughs> no, she's like, she's like, and well, and she's also like, it's not necessarily about the fact that I don't have it; it's about the fact that she does. <laughs> yeah. Sean comes in during all of this and asks, "Hey, how did the Debbie thing go?" And gotta say, he like he kind of kills it as a boyfriend. Like as of this moment, I am a fan of Sean. Like Sean's always rocks. asking asking about everyone else. He'll be like, "How's how's Ian? How's how's Lip doing?" He really did like try. Yeah, he really tried. I don't know. It's yeah, it it is really a bummer the way things like panned out with Sean specifically. And she asked, Fiona asked, does it make me a bad person that I, that I kind of hope Debbie has a miscarriage and like this decision gets made for us? And Sean's like, I don't, I don't think so. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I don't think so either. Is it like when she's talking to V where she was like, I can crush up some like fucking like shit and put it in her juice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but for the moment, we go back to Lip, who is having not at all incredibly awkward morning interaction with Helene's son and husband. Doesn't his son still have like a gnarly shiner too? For yeah. sure. Yeah. Lips punch packs. Lips punches pack a wallop. Yep. And but Lip does apologize for beating him up and for the misunderstanding. And that is when, like you said, Evan, the husband's like, "You do know I'm the only reason you're fucking my wife. Like you know that, right?" Yeah. Doesn't the son say something funny? He was like, "He was like, you want to fuck my dad too?" And he's like, "Bye, daddy." <laughs> <laughs> And then, yeah, and then I, the dad is like, I'm the only reason you're fucking my wife. We were just plotting to kill you. Anyway, uh, we join Frank at the alibi who's smoking weed from a hookah with a hipster because the alibi has become like a hipster spot. And Are they smoking says, weed or are they just smoking a hookah? Oh, I don't know. I th- it's, I, it's the implication unclear. seemed like they were smoking weed from a hookah. Huh. Yeah. And Kev says, hey, you can't light that up in here. And Svetlana, the icon of one-liners. They pay $12 for espresso. They could smoke my balls if they want. (laughs) (laughs) And V's like, yeah, fucking light it up. I don't care. They're already cheap cigarettes in there. Like, what's a little weed gonna do? Like, you're fine. And definitely, Frank has smoked a joint in there before. Like, what are you talking about? The hipster asks if Frank has any of Bianca's stuff. And he tells Frank, if you do, take it all to the hospital where you met her and light it all on fire to get rid of her memory from your life. He's like, that's what my guru told me to do. Fire near a hospital sounds really sound. Yep. I know these bitches are definitely smoking weed. (laughs) Meanwhile, Kev is like, sorry, where the fuck did we get an espresso machine? And Svet's like, oh, Carl and Nick stole it from the coffee place. So... (laughs) I think she, Icon. she says, like, Carl and Big Scary Man. <laughs> yeah. Icon, businesswoman, working together with her local community providers. It's fantastic. Uh, Debbie gets on the train and asks a couple of guys, give up a seat for me and my baby. And they look at her like she's insane. Uh, but then they eventually do give her the seat. No, they literally, like, go, like, they're like, dude, like, she's, like, slow. Like, give it to her. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> Fiona continues, she starts a campaign of texting Debbie hashtag abortion rules and like abortion facts and teen mom facts just like over and over and over again in this episode. And Debbie sees that, ignores it, tries to call Derek and doesn't get an answer. 
true to life. <laughs> At school, Carl asks one of the teachers to take Carl's backpack into the school with him. He like pu- pulls him over in front of the school. He's like, hey, bring this into the school with you and meet me by the janitor's closet. And we find out that Carl picked this teacher to do this task because this teacher has a prosthetic leg that would have set off the metal detectors anyway. And so he didn't get flagged for the shit that's in his bag. That really is so funny because he's definitely done that for Carl before because he's like, right, no. I'm like, it's, it's funny that he actually agreed. Because like, <laughs> yeah. he like slip him like a 20 or something like that. He's like, hey, like, don't I'm sure. Questions. Well, he's he's selling something that all of the teachers want. Yeah. So I'm assuming the, the coyote got for free. Got it yeah. for free. Frank, meanwhile, brings uh, on the advice of the hipster brings a box of Bianca stuff into the hospital and tries to light it on fire in the emergency room. He just like walks up into a random room. He's like, this will work. (laughs) Surely this is fine. Uh, (laughs) And security almost takes him down because what the fuck are you doing? But then a doctor who recognizes him because she knew Bianca Says like, whoa, 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 actually, I will take care of this one. Because he's like, isn't he like screaming her name? And she's like, whoa, 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 Bianca, Bianca. And he's like, yes. And she's like, you must be Frank. You must be Frank, yeah. Yeah. At work, Sean leaves in the middle of the lunch rush to go to a meeting. And Ian shows up late, which pisses Fiona off. And she's even further pissed off that he didn't talk Debbie out of having a baby. And then he tells her, you can't tell someone what to do with their own body, Fiona. And like, the words are right, but the context is wrong. (laughs) Yeah, because he's thinking about it because he's like, wow, I can't believe Fiona's forcing me and Debbie to do something we don't want to do. So like, of course, he's not going to like back Fiona up because she's pissing him off right now because she's like meds, meds, meds. Right. It's like, yeah. He's like, okay. He's not going to be on your side right now. (laughs) At school, Ian, or sorry, Lip is in a meeting with the teacher he TAs for while he's being told that he is being put up for an internship. And Lip's like, yeah, I don't work without getting paid, actually. So no, thank you. But in the middle of that, Fiona calls with the continuation of the Debbie saga. And the teacher's like, hey, if you pay your dues now as an intern... The contacts you make in that will pay off, like everybody says about an internship. But the contacts, the contacts will be so important. The money is important too, though. So, (laughs) fuck you. And like, so he's blowing that off and also asking his teacher to borrow his car to get Debbie to her appointment. And the teacher's like, we're not really friends. And Lip's like, I wake you up every morning. (laughs) (laughs) That part made me get, that part made me laugh. It's like, yeah, we're not friends. I'm like your mother. (laughs) (laughs) I'm your caretaker. And he's like, all right, you can take the car if you take the internship meeting. And Lip's like, fine, I'll take the fucking meeting. Give me the car. Fuck internships. Uh, If I want to worry about the future, I need to worry about right now. Yeah, you got bills to pay, bitch. Uh, Back to Debbie, who is in class now with her dumbass bag of flour. And she raises her hand and says she needs to go and change her baby, who is, again, a bag of flour. Um, in this... In in this like simulation, in this like simulation, I am just a little confused because I'm like, so Debbie thinks that when she has a baby, she's going to bring that baby to class with her. Yeah. Yeah, right? Like, no, Debbie, you're gonna have to pay for a daycare or something. Or yeah. take home work like she or, does. or study at home. Like 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 she should be like, I don't know. I'm like, if she wanted to make the simulation a little more real, she should have like 
picked up an extra job yeah. or something and then be taking care of the baby when she's at home. But then yeah, at the same time, that. you are so right with like logistic reasons, but also remember how we see her talking to other girls at school with their babies. So I guess True. they do Don't allow they say that. I guess they allow it now or something. I get I don't remember if they have the conversation, but we do see her on campus with girls with with babies. So I guess there might be some leniency or I guess maybe that school is common for that. So they have like a thing set in place. But I don't just because like, I don't know. I feel like I never saw. Yeah. But for logistic reasons, that makes so much sense for her to like, if you're actually going to play the role of being a a teen mother, like. You can't be bringing that baby to class, like English class with you. It's so funny because my specific high school experience, I went to a tech school and one of the options for the career major was like childhood uh, management or like childhood development. So there was a daycare on the campus of my school that like the students worked at. That's cool. Uh, So like feasible, like if you were a teen mom. You could have your kid. You at just that so daycare. happen to be the lucky yeah. one with a daycare in school. <laughs> right. That's actually yeah. kind of dope. But yeah, no, like Lena, you're so right. Like realistically, that would be correct. But, but again, what what but we have to remember this is shameless, and the amount of flaws it has will never satisfy us. But well, it's also I like, do. It's like for the plot, for the plot. Yeah, but I do like in this fucking like scene, the teacher. She's like, "It's not my fault that you got yourself knocked up." And then, like, as she get up, the guy in the class, he's like, can my imaginary friend go take a dump? Yeah. Like, because he's ultimately like, SpongeBob. he's like, that's a bag of flour. Um, But I also don't want to deal with this. So, yeah, get the fuck out of my classroom. That teacher is like a character actor. I've definitely seen him in things before. He's yeah. played just like a teacher before, I bet. Uh, at the alibi, Kevin V are also spinning out about Debbie being pregnant while Kev installs a bike rack for the hipsters. Svetlana hands Kev a magazine with an article calling the alibi the skankiest, shittiest bar on the South Side with the meanest Russian bartender. And that's a hit. It's a rave review. No, literally, because it's like, um, hipsters love that shit. (laughs) No, dude, where do you think I go to bars? Yeah, right. I don't want to go to a clean place. Fuck out of here. Um, they aren't super sure how they feel about it, but Kev's like, hey, I've never been the best at anything, so I'll take it. Uh, back at the hospital, Frank has lunch with Bian- Bianca's doctor friend who stopped him from getting fucking arrested. And then he makes a move on her. And she's like, hi, the only reason Bianca fucked with you is because she was dying of cancer. So grain of salt with that. She was like, do you ever like sit and think why like a person like her would be hanging out with a person like you? <laughs> like she just like fucking gets him. Uh, and then we join Carl at the school. He's selling, what was in the backpack? Guns. guns. He's selling guns. This was, I'm trying to think, like, um, politically what was going on at the time. How soon after, how soon after Handy Ho- Sandy Hook do you think this was? Oh, this Sandy was 2016. Was, Sandy Hook was Years in before. Yeah, 20, yeah, yeah, yeah. Years like before. Oh nine, I think. No, but it, it wasn't 10? that early. But this 2016 was right after Trump got elected. So there I think this was um maybe either right before the year after Parkland. Sandy Hook yeah, was O twelve. I mean O twelve fucking. No, I'm an Parkland idiot. was twenty eighteen. Yeah, because I was but, in high but school. But Parkland was like Par- Parkland was like Valentine's Day or something, so this was before. Well this is three years before. Parkland was twenty eighteen. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it's, you said 16. Yeah. Um, no, 2018. And then but, Sandy yeah, was 12. But it, but it is still it is still a response to 
like school shootings and stuff. Yeah, I'm, it's I'm more relevant sure. there, than there it would have been. Well, there was a lot of debate at the time. I remember like during the general election, like a bunch of the debate questions for Trump were like, what are you going to do about guns? And they were like, we need to arm the teachers. <laughs> yeah. This was during Trump's campaign, if this was 2016, because he got sworn in in 2017. Because this was January. Oh, right. He and was elected. Would, but this was right, 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 right. filmed. This was filmed in 2015. A year before. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he's selling guns in the bathroom at school. Very Charlie Bartlett of him. But uh, at least he, at least he's being selective with the people he sells. He like is asking them why they want the guns, and so he doesn't sell a gun to the kid who just hates his brother. But he does sell one to the kid who is afraid of dying in a school shooting. So uh, he has morals, I guess. I'm tr- there's I'm, there's no justifying his actions. It's just. Yeah, like, it's, like, funny for Carl to be, like, I'm gonna pick and choose who can have access to this because of my own morals, too. And I'm like, what moral? You're selling guns in a fucking high school. At Patsy's, they're still in the middle of the lunch rush. Fiona is always in the weeds, perpetually in the weeds. Uh, but V shows up with prescription drugs, and Fiona takes a smoke break. <laughs> She's you. like, who who, uh, who called the Ativan? <laughs> <laughs> And she's trying to think of all the ways to get Debbie to have an abortion by choice or not. And that is when she brings up, like, what if I crush up some pills and, like, put it in a drink? Yeah. And v is like, please, as a medical professional, I am asking you not to do that. Please don't do that. And she's like, this Ativan's not working. She was like, it's kind of old. Yeah. Uh, Carl, this one jumps around a lot. Carl finally goes to class and brings Nick with him. Uh, the teacher tries to kick Nick out because who are you? And Carl, but Carl stands up for him. Uh, back to Frank. Like, it's it's very, like, boppity boppity bop in this episode. Back to Frank, who has put Bianca's coat back on and heads up to the, like, he's wearing her, like, doctor coat. And he goes up to the oncology ward because having that conversation sparked in him, like, oh, she talked to me because she was dying of cancer. I'm gonna go find someone else who's yeah, dying of cancer. Yeah, <laughs> And so he's, like, looking for someone else who's terminal to fall in love with him. And this is when Debbie approaches the other teen moms at the school and tries to bond with them. And they're like, hey, being a mom is hard and my vag will never be the same. And trying to find childcare is difficult. And this is hard. The girl's like, my mom won't babysit my baby so i can go to the mall with my friends isn't um brielle barbusco one of the teen yep. moms yep <laughs> yes she Ethan's is long-term girlfriend at the time yeah and then she's oh, the she? sister of that one kid from Thomas the Barbusco. Yeah. and her and emma are still really close friends still like best friends even though her and ethan like aren't together anymore i i they're they're on good terms i'm pretty sure but, but i think ethan um, and thomas are friends though that is also true they're all just kind of friends. <laughs> they all were like kids in the same like era of like raunchy TV. So look, of course, they all were friends. Yeah. Uh, Lip Lip is coming to school with the car to pick Debbie up. Uh, like the other girl's mom picked them up and then Lip pulls up and she's like, mm, what are you here for? And he's like, I'm here to drive you home from school. She's like, home or the clinic? Where are we going, Lip? And she's like, are you here to talk me into going to the appointment? And he's like, you know, I was going to because I just want what's best for you. Are you sure about not wanting to go? And she just leaves. And then she tries to call Derek again. But now the number is no longer in service. Uh, uh, uh. Girl, he went to Florida 
to get away from you. Like, you know how bad things have to get to voluntarily go to Florida? <laughs> uh, side note, Jeremy Allen White looks fucking good in this episode. Season he six is his season. Oh, he looks He's got a scruff. Like, he looks good. Not the bear good, but good. Mm-hmm. Oh, he looks good. Over to Fiona at work. Uh, she's giving Ian shit for taking a break and not paying for his pie. Sorry. What? She's giving who shit? She's giving somebody shit. Yeah, so yeah, the scene is, it's like Ian and this other busboy like just taking their break. And she's like, um, you guys taking a break? And the guy's like, yeah, Ian said like, well, that's cool. And Fiona's like, um... No, it's not. And two, are you guys going to pay for this pie? And Ian's like, it's chill. And Fiona's like, no. Actually, it's <laughs> not cool. It's not, actually. So, <laughs> And Melinda catches all of this and gives her shit for it. And stor- storms over to Sean to bitch about it. And... Oh, wait. Sorry. Oh, yeah. No, they get in a bitch fit. And, like, Ian and Fiona fight. And then Fiona fires Ian. And... He just he- takes his apron off and walks the fuck out. Yeah, and Fiona tells Sean that she just fired Ian, and he says, good, you should have fired Ian. He wasn't good at this job. (laughs) That's kind of funny, though. He's kind of right. And then he admits he shot up heroin while he was cleaning out Otis's locker. That's why he's been so weird. And she's like, great. Do I now have to add this to my list of shit I have to worry about? As if I don't have enough? And he's like, that's literally why I didn't tell you. (laughs) Right, like, I'm sorry. I was trying to help you. He's like, I have it handled. I don't know if I will do it again, but I'm I'm going to meetings. I'm going to a lot of meetings. I'm going to so many meetings. Well, it's also like, not going to lie with Fiona, but she kind of does have this like savior complex about it. But it's like, Fiona, he was an addict way before he met you. And he was sober way before he met you. Like, he knows how to handle this type, like or how to navigate a and, lot of this type of thing. But obviously, thing, we, we see how this yeah, starts like, to play out over the season. Another thing I noticed with, like, their entire relationship is that she, like, as you said, with, like, the whole savior complex, is just, like, um, like, he literally tells her, he was, like, I can't promise you I won't do it again. And she's, like, but, like, but, like, don't do it for me. And he was, like, yeah, I'm gonna try, but, like, you it's can't not ask about that of you. me. Yeah. He was, like, you cannot tell me not to do it. And she just, like, never, like, ever grasps that out of their entire relationship. And she continuously holds that against him. And he was, like, girl, you knew my baggage getting into this. And yeah. yet you were still disappointed with the outcome. That might go back to trauma from Frank and Monica with her of being like, can't you pull it together for your family? Can't you just stop this for the sake of your children? Can't you just decide to be better at this? And like, yeah. no, no I they're Fiona, addicts. I don't think Fiona understands until she becomes an addict herself, like in season nine. Like, I don't think she understands how it is until it actually happens to her. And I do wonder, like, had she stuck around had had you know the character stuck around if that would have had any impact on like her relationships going forward like that new perspective and like addicts aren't like addicts aren't bad people who choose to do these bad things just to fuck you over it's like they also don't want to be doing what they are doing right it's like it's literally not about you it's like it's this is this is what dating an addict is like sometimes he will slip and then he has to do the work to make sure he doesn't do that again and like that's his job and all you have to do is ask him to be honest with you like that's all you can expect from him 
And she, like, if they can get it together, they could try to be sober again. Like, it's... Anyway, in the midst of all this, the nurse that's supposed to show up for Fiona's drug test shows up, but she literally just did prescription drugs with V earlier today. What is Ativan, though, like, something, like, people just take, like, daily? Maybe she'd be like, I'm on meds. But she has no prescription for it. Oh, true. But who knows if it'll show up in a normal piss test, though? I mean, it is, uh, like, an anxiety medication uh similar to xanax so like they're probably looking for the hard shit if anything for like a drug test the thing is is like they can do tests where literally everything shows up like it can show up if you've taken ibuprofen in the last 48 hours you know what i mean but it's more just about like whether or not it's a drug that they'll care about so like because ativan is a common anxiety medication i don't know yeah and then sean on the other hand is like i gotta dip like, yeah. I gotta go. <laughs> I can't risk her asking me to also take a drug test. I'm gonna leave the building, I'm gonna leave actually. out the back real quick. <laughs> <laughs> um, and th- meanwhile, the alibis become a karaoke bar. Um, a hipster recommends a song, and Svet tells him, Okay, I'll prairie- I'll- I will program it into karaoke machine, you cockhead. Is this the scene? <laughs> I don't know if it's this scene or if it's like a scene, like a couple scenes later, but it's like Tommy singing like, I want you to want me. It, this is, it is it's this a scene. cheap chick yeah. song. Dude, that song, like that episode, this episode made me re-remember that song and then I sang it at karaoke because I was just like, I love this song. I need you to need me. Oh, not, 10 Things I Hate About You, you icon. I see you crying. <laughs> it's so good, and Tommy's so good in it. That song just immediately makes me think of 10 Things I Hate About You. <laughs> and then I forget what song Kermit sings. Kermit sings like a really funny the movie song. Yeah. Uh, Kev comes back with a fresh crate of beer and asks, Hey, when the fuck did we get a karaoke machine? And Svet's like, a half an hour ago, I'm also getting a barber's chair and charging $30 for straight razor cuts. She's so funny this episode. Literally, just like, she keeps on just finding fun things. Like, she's a great businesswoman. She was just waiting for, like, come on, come on. Give me some sense of being able to take over some part of this bar. Yes? Okay, I'm going to make us so much money, actually. (laughs) And then uh, Debbie goes to the salon where Derek's sister-in-law works and asks, hey, where the fuck is Derek? His number is bad now. What is his new number? And she's like, I don't get it. You were an outsider of the family and you had a baby and Derek's family loved you. And she's like, babe, the family didn't ask Derek to move away. Derek decided to get the fuck away from you. Derek ran away from you, Debbie. Get it through your head. She was like, you trapped him. Like, I, he did not want to have you the baby. You literally baby trapped him. You told him you were on birth control. That's why lied. he had sex with you unprotected. Like... What did you think was going to happen, girl? She's like, our, mir- yeah. our miracle baby. These are two very different circumstances. And she says, she's like, Derek doesn't want a baby. He wants to join the Air Force. He has left you because he does not want this. And Debbie said she didn't mean to trap him. Girl, what the fuck do you mean? No. And like, she's like, he wants to be in the army. And like, you would have known that if you ever fucking asked him what he wanted to do with his life. It was just like, Debbie, you didn't care about him. You cared about having a baby. Yeah. You wanted to not be alone. That's all you cared about. Well, because it's like you tried to do it with Maddie already. Like, you don't care who the guy is. Mm -mm. Yeah. She's thinking only of herself. This is just, this is Debbie's villain era. I hate her. I don't care if you're 15 years old. I'll be... I'll beat you up. Mm-hmm. 
Actually, don't quote me on that. <laughs> this just cut that, in. cut that, cut that. Evan will beat up a 15-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> canceled. <laughs> already been canceled. It's fine. And then she gets on the train and accidentally leaves the flower baby on the train. So, so fuck funny. up. Come on. So funny. She's like, my baby! <laughs> also, at train tracks, uh, Frank is trying to talk one of the women he talked to in the oncology ward. She's dying of cancer. He wants her to be his next Bianca. He's like, come on, let's smoke some crack and bond. He gives her the crack. She immediately passes out. She does not have a pulse. He has killed this lady. He runs away. <laughs> just him running away is so <laughs> funny. You, no, because you just... what the hell? Why did they just write this into the episode? They were like, and Frank killed a woman. You stay yeah. on the dead woman and you just see him running out of frame. And it's so, it's so bad. <laughs> yeah. He just casually well, like, kills and that a woman. Had, and that had like no effect on his plot line going forward. Like mm-hmm. he literally was like, oops. oops laugh track. Whoopsie. Like, whoopsie. Body count. Killed a woman. Back at work, Fiona calls Lip to check in about the whole Debbie thing. This has been a day. Um, he tells her it was a no-go. She didn't go to the clinic. And then she hangs up and she's sitting in the room with the nurse and did her drug test. And the woman's like, don't worry, I'll make a note of your pre-existing condition, the pregnancy. And Fiona's like, oh, you overheard my phone call. My sister's pregnancy? What What do you mean? And the lady's like, no, no, no. Your pregnancy. Did you? Surprise. Like, Amanda, you're so right. Like, it has been a day. Like, this has all been a day of just like. I remember this plot line being so good, though. Literally, I was like, jaw drop. <laughs> the woman, the you way the woman delivered the news, too. Like, girl, you're clearly revealing to Fiona that she is pregnant. Like, take some... She's like, surprise! Right. Isn't this happy like, news? She should have been like, oh. And I love... <laughs> I remember pregnant. watching the scene, and, like, I bet, like, everyone watching the scene for the first time was like, whose baby is it? Like, whose baby, <laughs> whose baby is whose it? Babies it, is it? Cause it's, I figured it was Sean. There was... Oh, right, because there was, like, no time jump. There's Yeah, because, like, it could literally be... Because, like, she hasn't taken a pregnancy test, so she could be, like, literally, like, um a couple weeks. And, like, it, it's, well, it's been like, a couple weeks since she's been with doesn't us. Doesn't she say something? She's like, it could be Jimmy's, it could be Gus's, it could be Sean's. Like, it literally yeah. could be any of yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Girl. Girl. <laughs> I bet it was Jimmy's. Or, no, he <laughs> never finished. No, no, it has to be Gus's, if anyone... I bet it was Gus's. If, if it's not Sean's, it's... Well, duh, this is the only guy she's yeah. had sex with. But, like, still. <laughs> uh, Fiona comes home. She gets that news and comes home later looking for Debbie and catches Debbie packing a bag. And she tries to get Debbie to go to the clinic with her one more time. And once again, Debbie refuses. And then she says, she's, this is so cruel. She says she doesn't want Fiona fucking the baby up like she fucked all of them up. Fuck you, Debbie. She was a child raising would have been children. Way more fucked up if she wasn't involved. Yeah, way more fucked up. She literally saved your life from Monica and fucking Frank. She saved your goddamn life. Well, yeah, it's like you would be dead. And Debbie says she's going to Florida because she lives in the land of Delulu. She is delusional. Well, no, for real. It's like, girl, how are you gonna get there with what yeah. money? Be honest. She says she's going to Florida, and Fiona bodily wrestles her to the ground outside. <laughs> I she starts yelling at her. She's her like, down. you're getting an abortion! <laughs> <laughs> Lip pulls up in the car to that them on the lawn wrestling and breaks them apart. And then later that night, Kev and V and the babies are woken up by Giannis doing some more bullshit in the backyard. 
And Kev sneaks into Giannis's yard and cuts the throttle to his motorcycle so that it can't make any more noise. Mm. I love his little walk, though, because he's in his robe and a Speedo. <laughs> it's like, Evan. Mm. Yeah. Sean comes to join Fiona in bed. He was coming in from another meeting. He says again to her, he cannot promise he won't use again, but he can promise he will try not to use again, which is all he can do. Yeah, it's what he's been saying, but she can't understand that. Yeah. But Fiona, she takes that in and then she flips the morning on him and says she covers his mouth and pulls what he pulled on her in the morning. Guess what? I skipped through that part too when I watched it. (laughs) (laughs) I said, no, thank you. Turn your brain off, breathe into your body. And she fucks him good. She fucks him good. Also, Fiona Little Miss No Condom. Of course you're pregnant. No, literally. Literally. She's only fucking with one dude right now. What what I don't really understand is why Fiona isn't just like on birth control, though. I bet she is, but I've never seen this woman put a condom on one of the men she's fucking. Ever. No, no, no. I know, but like, well, yes. But also I'm like... (laughs) I'm like, her getting pregnant, like, is she not on birth control? She has to be. Any woman I, would be. I'm sure she is on birth control, but Wait, girl. You don't talk about that. Sorry. Come on, girl. You know that shit yeah, ain't yeah, 100% yeah, yeah, effective. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, 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 yeah. She, well, because she, I remember she was taking the condoms at oh, Debbie's wait, like, wait, birth wait, control wait. appointment. She was like, what? It's free. Wait. So that's yeah. why I was like, oh, is she not on, like, I guess she's not on. Because she, she only had like one partner at the time. Pretty isn't sure. yeah. isn't there that scene though at the end of season five when um they're all at the clinic together and Fiona's talking to the the lady at right after doesn't Fiona say oh like can I get like a refill on birth control and then I think doesn't Debbie pop in and then she's like oh can I start the pill or am I just thinking wrong because I feel I, like Fiona says something about it to the doctor being like hey can I can... yes no because she goes hey it is something yes, like no that. it's because she goes oh because I finally got insurance it beats waiting at the line at the free clinic for birth control can I just get a prescription through you instead oh, and they're like yeah for yeah, sure yeah, yeah. and then Debbie's and then like Debbie's oh like, can I get on the pill I would pill? like some of that please oh, yeah. my brain look at me go but yeah okay, so, memory. She, okay, so she is on oh I don't know if she is maybe going to the free clinic but she ain't but getting like, that insurance also, she like missed a day or something like who knows yeah, like the chaos of her life. I'm sure she didn't take it one day. How many people in the world get pregnant on birth control, guys? That was season. I'm pretty sure that was season four, by the way, because that was when she had insurance through the cup place, the cup company. Okay, then yes, that so was yeah, like forever. Two seasons ago. But like PSA, yeah. it's not 100 percent effective. So like, also yeah. use a that, condom. that too. Yeah, I was about <laughs> to say like, how many women get pregnant on birth control every fucking year? Like, come on. Yeah, I mean it's pretty damn effective, but yeah, yeah. The next morning, that damn motorcycle wakes them up again. Giannis is riding it down the block, and and they're like, I don't understand. I thought you cut the throttle. What? How is he riding it right now? And Kev's like, I did cut the throttle cable. He didn't. There were two cables. One was... Because he's like, I can... E-, he was like, it's either the throttle cable or the brake cable. <laughs> and then it's just... Literally, the show's <laughs> a sitcom. Yeah. As soon as... Like, the editing and the pacing of the whole thing, it's like, or the it's like dick shot for kev and then Giannis getting smacked by a car yeah Giannis gets hit by a fucking car and that's the end of the goddamn episode so funny uh the after credit sequence frank tries to burn all of bianca's stuff and sets the back shed on fire instead uh and the credit song was techno it's a techno song called runaway by boss house oh they love to use boss house in the show soundtrack 
I forgot to look up the trailer for the next episode. So next time on Shameless. Um, next one is the F word, right? Yeah, next word see. is the F word. Um, a familiar gets face Ian, makes a return. Lip gets Ian a job at the school. Fiona tries to make an appointment for her and Debbie to get abortions. Fiona goes to meet up with Gus again to get some closure and to apologize. Do you Frank know anything teaches, about the F word? Frank teaches Debbie how to work the welfare system. Kevin and Veronica visit a paralyzed Giannis to try to make amends, only to have Giannis arrive home and try to kill the two Lisas with Kev's truck. With okay. Truck. Season six is a wild one. It's a wild season. Oh, Kev has a pickup truck. Apparently, oh, that's yeah, sorry. I, I'm totally, I just watched that scene. I was trying to remember what scene. Oh, yeah. they. Sorry, I remember what scene that is now. But that's but literally episode, just the, that's the very beginning of the episode. Giannis does more. <laughs> this episode was 24 hours. Yeah. This was one day. 12 hours. <laughs> yeah, it's morning to bed. That that was this episode. And then the little bit. In oh, the yeah, I forgot morning, morning time like, at the end. Oh. But like. Jesus Christ. Amanda, <laughs> how are you feeling? Let us hear it. This season, I hate Debbie so much. I know. Um, and guess what, girl? We're on episode two. I know. I feel like she's going to be so much of this season, and I just hate her so bad. This season uh, is, like, all about Lena, her. does she pop at the end of this season, right? Yeah. Or at the very um, beginning of the next it's, season? It's uh after they Queenie. leave Queen- Queenie. Yeah. I, I'm excited to see more of Sean, uh, Fiona and Sean. I know that it explodes, but I am excited to see more of this. This is an interesting relationship to watch. It's nice, though, to like, say, yeah, though, that it is. Sean... It is, it is really interesting the way it explodes. Sean well. lasts until the very end of season seven, right? Yeah. It's like, it's Sean... So her with Jimmy... Jimmy was, like, a constant bubbling fucking mess all the time, and also he wanted to take care of her. Sean is a little bit more grounded, but, like, has that simmering, I am an addict, things could go bad at any time mess. But he is more, like, present and here and can actually help, can get her a job, can help with the family. He's he's the chaotic neutral. Well, it's like, it's like Jimmy, Jimmy is so, de- Jimmy so desperately tries to hold it together but never can. Sean so desperately is succeeding at holding it together until he can't anymore. Yeah, no, like, like until he just until he just blows up. You have Gus as um chaotic good. You have Sean as like chaotic like neutral, and then you have like Steve as like chaotic, just like fuck all. Well, here's the thing, like, cause Steve was immediately integrated in the family, and but was also a fucking chaos junkie. Gus made absolutely no attempt. He's like, I fell in love with you and now come over here and like ignore your responsibilities. And then Sean is like, I know you have responsibilities. I would like to help you with that. But also I could explode at any moment. Mm-hmm. And like, it's such an interesting, it's an interesting I'm relationship. Than you. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, I'm, I'm enjoying watching it. Also Dermot's killing it. He's, I love he's very Dermot good. Dermot <laughs> I would kiss him um, on the lips. But yeah, that like feel like that's what's gonna get me through this season is that I I am very much interested in I- Ian was in three and a half minutes of this episode and whatever. Um we, we get, get some so good nothing Ian. in this season, to be honest. Like we get the like, good Ian scenes, but we don't get good Ian plot lines. Yeah. I am so sick of Debbie and would like her to get her comeuppance, but I know she never does, uh, which is so fucking annoying. 
but I, I'm wholly in the lip and Fiona of it all in this season so that I can I forget, is there anything to look it? forward to in this season or is it just like a pretty entertaining season, Lena? I think it's just entertaining, right? When does Caleb come in? Next season. Okay. No, it's this season. Is it this season? They break up at the beginning of next season. Gotcha. Okay, so like halfway um, through this season. Ian, Ian does have a pretty interesting arc. Like, I mean, Lip is the... I would say Lip is probably the highlight of the season in a sad way. Yeah, like it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a progression you don't want to see, but like very college era is lip. really necessary. Well, yeah. this is when he kind of starts to fall apart. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. But no, this um, is when he's doing his like internship uh, and stuff with like the cool guys. No, the no, no. Show wait, does I'm, thinking, a lot- I'm thinking after he gets. This show does a lot of wasting the fact that they have academy award nominated william h macy on the show yeah like yeah (laughs) frank doesn't really do much of no his the entirety like his whole season is spent um like helping debbie pretty but i will say he he carries season seven with the homeless stuff that's such a funny plot line it is funny yeah is this is this the season with the defenestration of frank I don't know which one is that. Um, because next remember, season is all Trevor. I know is that Frank gets thrown out of a window. That's next season. That's next season because that's Trevor with the the homeless house on the the shelter on the street. Yeah, yeah that's not home, this season. All the homeless people throw him out the window. This season ends with Familia Supra Galaglorious. That one. Oh God, what even happens in that one? I'm pretty sure. I mean, Debbie gives birth. The Defenestration of Frank is season seven, episode six. Okay. Yeah. No, Sean doesn't even, Sean does not last through this season. Season, season six, season, season six episode. Debbie has her baby like the second to last episode and then the wedding is like the last episode. Gotcha. Okay. okay. Sean does not last. I, I knew something sounded wrong about that because I was like, no, season seven finale is when Monica dies. Gotcha. I'm also really excited to see more of this professor character because all I know about him is that Lip ends up naming his child after this yeah, man. Yeah, Ewan's. I love Ewan's. It's a really yeah. Ewan's is really yeah, sad. yeah. It's really sad. I don't. Yeah, like, I don't it's know. Really Lip, Lip naming his kid after him was a little interesting, but also Ewan's in a lot of ways like saved his life. So he saved Andrew in his life at the same time. It's weird. But yeah, yeah, he I was decided. grooming Lip to be him, but like also supporting him. But then he him. was the one. He was the one who also got him out. Yeah, it's like it was like a weird situation. Anyways, I think Amanda, you're definitely going to be entertained. I think you'll have a lot of feelings on a lot of topics that we're about to go through all together. But it's 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 a good anticlimactic, but like entertaining. I have to lean into the Fiona of it all. The Fiona and Lip. They are like when in the absence of Ian and Mickey. Yeah. Fiona and Lip are my lifeline in this show. But you see because... Gus next episode and I love him. Because <laughs> Emmy and Jeremy are just so damn good. They're just so damn good and interesting to watch. The fact that like... neither of them ever got an Emmy for this is a fucking crime. I will say Kevin V get a lot of spotlight this season too. Like I feel like they were on the back burner like the previous season, but I feel like they have a lot like... They There's they a have lot, a lot they, of fun they do a lot with lines. Svetlana yeah, yeah they because Svetlana <gasps> starts becoming integrated into their story is this I the, already am with obsessed the van? with her she she is my girl boss huh? so the booby van is that uh, next season 
I think it's next season. They get rid of the booby van in season 10. This season is just the progression of like the thruple. Gotcha. And um Booby Van bar... only is like there for like two episodes. And the, the bar the bar starts becoming like more um profitable. Yeah. I've and... never gotten to see the heyday of Svetlana because she's gone by season ten. Yeah. So I've never seen anything without Mickey with her. I'm fairly certain though that this is like before the bar becomes full like communist bar, though. Yeah, this is way before that. Yeah. That's not until they're like all beefing. Yeah. And that's um, not there's until something season 10. Frank does have like a moment where Frank Frank does have a little bit of a moment before like the Queenie stuff. Um with Oh, I don't think Amanda it, it has Amanda do you it know has who to Queenie do with is? Carl. Oh, so no, Amanda okay, doesn't. So we're just dropping a name. Is. That's fine. Yeah, we're just um, dropping. Well, that's okay because I want you to learn. I want you to meet. So her. Frank, Frank spends part of the season helping Debbie, and then he spends like part of the season helping Carl. And then when some Carl stuff falls apart, like Frank, he steps really in. steps up. No, that's Sean. But uh, oh, true, 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 true. Frank, Frank steps into Carl's shoes instead, and. Then that's where Queenie gets involved, starts to get involved. All right. So uh, it's, yeah, I it's, don't know. Looking looking back at these synopses, I'm like, yeah, this season is a wild ride. The only um, like the only characters that I know exist that I that I like are in seasons that I haven't watched are Trevor and Caleb. That's so funny. So Queenie uh, Caleb is a new shows person. up in episode four. I want to say it's after when Ian like pulls that guy out of like the car or something like that. Well, but the only reason he does is because well, so okay, Ugh, but we're spoiling. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, don't, Ian, spo- don't spoil. I'm like, stuff. I'm like, Ian's yeah. not even interested in Caleb. That's not what he's there for. No, he's but, there for yeah. someone else. Anyways, yeah. Anyway, anyway, the next season, the next seasons are really, or the next episodes are really good episode. The one after that is really good as well. F you Fern, a great um, episode. I sing that song all the time. Hopefully it will take less than a month for us to record the next one. Uh, and then we'll see when it is that we get to post them. Yeah. So wherever it is in the future that this is getting posted. Hey, did the Phillies make it to the playoffs? Um, it's not looking good, but I have hope. Uh- <laughs> I hope for you. Yeah. They lost today, which was sad, but they won the last two days. So nice. that was good. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, this it's the international sign of we're done recording is that I have to pee so bad. Me too. Uh, <laughs> I'm hungry. I don't buy I'm hungry. I loved so. watching the sun behind Lena set within recording. Yeah. I, yeah. And then I was like, midway through, I was like, should I turn my overhead light on? Because I have my lamp on. But then I was like, oh, I don't want to get up. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, until next time, y'all. Thank you for hanging out with us. This was still a relatively short one. Yeah. Um, oh, Yeah. And we spent we can... like 20 minutes talking about other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, season six, it, without Mickey, what do you talk about? Honestly. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure it's the first two episodes of the season. We will get into the meat It's just of getting stuff. slow to yeah. start. It really starts picking up next episode. We just had the appetizers. The next couple ones after that. Yeah. The meat and potatoes are coming. Speaking of, let's all go eat. Uh, yes. Everybody, thank you for joining us, and we will see you next time. See you okay, next bye. time. Bye. Bye.